Got another great week coming up this week on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We're going to hear from Bruce Jean up north on Rainy Lake. We're going to hear from Paul Nelson. We're chasing down another couple of excellent anglers to talk with. We're going to talk about the very cool Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament that's coming up next weekend. We are very likely going to debut a new Fish and Paul Bunyan Country theme. And today, we get to talk to Chuck Hazzy. We're kicking off a great week next. in the sand, pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man, but the wife she just don't understand, I love walleye, perch, trout and bass and if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four stroke right in the back, cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when I'm fishing for Bunyan Country This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle Hey, good to check in with Chuck Hazzy from Leisure Outdoor Adventures, good friend of the show and an outstanding angler. In fact, Chuck, you and your partner are, are looking good on the AIM uh, circuit again this year. Just won a tournament yesterday. Yeah, we've been pretty fortunate this year. We we had, uh, well, with the COVID, we had our first tournament of the year um, postponed, and uh, the makeup tournament for that was actually on Leech this weekend. So uh, we started... We started the first tournament of the year on Mille Lacs, and uh, Randy Topper and I finished fifth on that. And then uh, the next two were over the weekend here. Saturday was the makeup from Big Stone. Uh, we finished sixth on that one. And then Sunday was considered a whole new one-day tournament, and uh, that one that one we won. So we're, we're pretty excited about how things have went so far. So that puts you uh, probably first overall right now in the in the in the points challenge. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't looked, but I would imagine we're we're up there somewhere. I mean, I I would think that we'd be towards the top, if not the top, right now. So um, as far as I haven't looked yet today, but I don't know if they post. Usually, they'll post the uh, the total point standings after the third event. And we'll see where we're at. I haven't looked today, but I imagine we're up there somewhere. Well, three top ten finishes. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. We, uh, we, uh, we were a little frustrated with not making the, the national championship last year. We didn't fish as well as we wanted to, so we kind of made it a goal this year that we weren't going to miss out on that again this year. And you won it two years ago. Yes, and actually it, it would have been last spring. The national championship is usually held the following spring after the given tournament year. So, yeah, last year was on the uh, Missouri River um, in Bismarck, Mandan. And, uh, yeah, that one, we, we took the whole shebang there. That was that was pretty fun. So for those who aren't familiar with what the AIM tournament uh, series is, tell us a little bit about how it all works. Yep, it's, it's similar to any other tournament series. Um, you know, you have a total point standings on based on how you finish compared to the rest of the field. Um, in a series of four events, and they're held, you know, usually each part of the state. The the Big Stone one this spring, we had Leech here last weekend. The next one coming up the first part of August is on Lake Winnie, and then the state championship is on Lake of the Woods this year. So to qualify for the national championship, you have to either be in top five in points at the end of the year, or you have to have a top five finish at the state championship. 
Um, as far as the tournament itself, how it works is just like any other tournament, you have, usually have a two-flight takeoff, and it is a pitcher tournament. So you are taking pitchers of a fish on a ruler, and then you're taking your top five biggest fish at the end of the day and converting inches into a total weight. There's a predetermined chart um, that you'd go off, say, a 27-incher weighs, I forget what it is on the, on the predetermined chart, but say 7.12 pounds. So you'd take your pounds for each of those five fish, total them up, and that's your total weight at the end of the day. Okay. So that's pretty much how almost all tournaments are running this year with COVID, using apps and, and photos uh, to keep everybody separate. Yep. So you guys are kind of trendsetters in that regard. Correct, correct. Yeah, and it's it's a different, you know, we don't, we don't have the rules meetings this year. There is no, you know, weigh-in or, you know, ceremony at the end where they give you your plaques or, or stuff like that. It's all, you know, if you do place towards the top and you do win a plaque or a check, they, they actually mail those to you. So it's I, I could see it maybe just continuing in that direction. Um, I guess I don't necessarily would I wouldn't hope for that because, to me, part of the fun is, you know, seeing all the guys, everyone – you know, kind of fishes the same series, and you become friends with a lot of them, and you get together before the tournament and after the tournament, and, you know, there's some talk that goes on, and everyone's trying to pry information out of everyone, and that that hasn't been happening this year, so a little bit of a downer as far as that's concerned, but that's I guess that's the world we live in right now. It is the world we live in right now, and I think that's everybody's, whether they're golfers or uh, just people who like to hang out together, it's just not, it's just not the same this year. And, uh, yeah, I think we all hope it gets a little bit back to normal by 2021. No kidding. I'm just, I'm just thankful I bought a bunch of stock in Zoom before all this. So, <laughs> you know, I figure I, I maybe tripled my income now. Yeah, you can retire, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been that would have been nice. I didn't get. I missed that memo. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Uh, wow. So, you've got how many more tournaments now before before you're set to go for the national championship? Uh, the next one is on Winnie, the first part of August, and then Lake of the Woods will be the end of August. And that's your um, state championship. Yep, that's the the Minnesota State Championship, and that's that's usually the end of August. And then I'll fish one more here, uh, the MWC on Cass Lake. I think that's middle of September somewhere, and that that's a fun one too. And that that tournament is an actual live way tournament, so you do bring your fish in. Um, I guess I haven't looked at the MWC to see if they're still doing that or if they've changed that, um, but typically that is. A, a tournament where you bring your fish to an actual live way stage. Okay. So what is it about the AIM series you like? Um, you know, I, I had fished a couple of them years ago when they first started out here on Leech. I did not travel. Um, my partner, Randy Topper, him and I went to, uh, to college together and he had asked if I'd be interested in, in fishing this series with them. And, I kind of mulled it over a little bit and decided I'd, I'd try it and see if I liked it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a good run. I mean, it's, it's, there's some really, really good anglers, a lot of local good anglers from each part of the state and everyone travels well. And it's just kind of become a, a, 
you know, a community of sorts where people know each other now and it seems to get a little bigger each year. I mean, we've, I think Leach and Mille Lacs were both full in, in no time when they announced the schedule. So, you know, 101, 102 boat field is a, is a pretty big tournament field and you kind of feel like it maybe isn't that big till you see all the boats, but, um, just, just the concept of it as well, you know, the, the picture taking and it's, it's mainly about big fish. It's not, you know, as much strategy where you need two big fish and three small fish or, you know, obey by the certain lake slot limits and things like that. That's another thing it allows you to do is, you know, slot limits don't matter in the aim. So Mm -hmm. even on Lake Winnie, you know, they've got a pretty, pretty tight slot limit there, but it's, it's about big fish because the fish are getting released. So it's kind of just a big fish program. He's Chuck Hazzy. I'm Kev Jackson. We've got a lot more to cover before we call it a day. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Checking in with Chuck Hazzy of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. And an outstanding weekend on Leech Lake with a sixth place and first place finish in back-to-back aim tournaments. And Chuck, one of the things you've talked to me about aim in the past is designed to make it a little easier for the average guy with the tournaments always being on the weekends. Correct, yeah. And I mean, most tournaments are on, on the weekends, um, but they are held typically on Sundays only. So for the typical working guy, if you can get off work a little bit early on Friday and make it to where you're going or maybe only have to take one day off from work, you know, you're still going to have two days of pre-fishing in before that tournament. So it works out well for a lot of people. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where it's not really that much different from any other tournament, but just a couple little tweaks here that allow more people to uh, actually throw their hat in the ring if they want to. Okay. Well, you were out on the water today as well. Uh, how, how is the bite these days? You know, it's to be honest, it, it got a little tough here um, once the water warm up, uh, warmed up to the mid-70s. I, I kind of want to put my finger on right before the, the Graha, the Grand Rapids tournament. Fishing was pretty good, and when I left, the water was 63 degrees when I... Uh, when I came back that Sunday and, and fished Monday, the water was already in the mid-70s, and it it made things a little tough. The fish kind of scattered. Um, you know, there wasn't concentrations of, of fish in certain areas like there had been, and it's kind of just stayed that way, really, for the last week and a half now. Um, we went through a solid three weeks of mayfly hatches before that happened, so I think with all the food and all the bait and the warm water, the fish have just, you know, it's not necessarily that they're not eating. They're just a little more finicky and further spread apart. So you're not going to go plop down on a school of walleyes right now and sit in the same spot and catch 10, 12 fish. You got to go hunting for them. And that's even in the tournament. I mean, it took us all day, both days to get the five fish that, that we needed. It wasn't a, slam dunk by any means we we really had to work for them and cover some ground so where are you finding most of them right now i mean we picked this lake apart for the last four or five days here <laughs> and 
there's fish on the big part of the lake. There's fish in Walker Bay. There's fish all the way up in eight feet of water. There's fish in 40 feet of water. They're spread out all over. They're just following the bait. Wherever that bait ends up, uh, the fish seem to, to kind of follow. And I would say most of your keeper-sized fish, from what we found, were in that 12 to 14-foot range. And a lot of the bigger fish have, have pushed out to some deeper water now. And it's not necessarily always the case. I mean, there's still big fish mixed in with the, with your keeper size. Um, but it kind of seems to be in two different areas as far as your big fish and keeper fish now. One of the things I've been hearing a lot about uh, the last couple of years, guys concerned about fishing for those deep walleyes just because of, especially in the summertime, uh, how much strain it puts on the fish to bring them out from, from the depths. Correct, yeah. And it's, I mean, it, it's one of those things where, and right now with the water temperature as well, that's that can be tough on them too. So it's really, really important right now to handle those fish with care. When you get them out of the water, take care of them. If you're going to take a picture of them, get it done fast. I mean, don't have an actual photo shoot with it. Um, you know, get a couple quick pictures get the fish back in the water, you know, make sure that it's actually upright and swimming before you let go of it. I've, I've seen a few people, you know, take a picture and toss the fish over the side. And that's, that's really hard on the fish. You want to, you want to release those fish head first, hold on to the tail for a little bit and let them tell you when they're ready to go. Have you been fishing on any other lakes lately? I have not. Um, other than Pacagama, during the Graha tournament, which was a couple of weeks ago, and we won't we won't talk about that one. That one didn't go so well. Um, <laughs> I spent a week on Malax before that. Um, that was really fun. But other than that, I've I've been on Leech. I haven't been up to Cass this year yet, or Lake Bemidji. So might have to make a trip up there soon. What are you hearing from your compadres as far as some of those other lakes go? Um, I, I've heard that both have been good. I know Cass in general and, and Pike Bay have been good. Um, you know, you might not be catching as many bigger fish on Cass and Pike Bay, but then I've also seen some bigger fish come from Pike Bay, so it isn't always the case. But numbers-wise, Cass and Pike Bay have been the best. Um, Bemidji, I know um, a, a couple of my buddies have fished out there the last few days, and they say that that's been pretty solid. Um, you know, it, it, nothing phenomenal or out of this world, but it sounds like there's, there's a good, good amount of fish in the weeds on Bemidji that are going, um, Plantagenet, I know a few guys have musky fished and they're just raving about, you know, the walleyes they're seeing on their graph while they're musky fishing. Um, that would be another one, good one to try this type of year or time of year. Um, but other than that, I haven't. You know, I haven't heard a whole lot on, on anything else. What have your uh, musky pals been telling you? It's starting to go. Um, we actually saw we actually saw a musky caught yesterday while we were fishing the tournament. Um, lots of guys still trolling for them over deep water. Uh, didn't see any of the musky guys catch any fish, but we did see one of the walleye guys that got bit on a on a lindy and a minnow, and. Um, you know, I know for a while there when the water was really warm, there were there were some musky guys that were not taking trips because it's just like we talked about before, the the hard water is or the, the warm water is, is hard on those fish and they, they fight so hard sometimes they don't have a chance if you bring them to the boat and uh, 
you know, stress them out like that. So water's slowly starting to cool back down a little bit each day. I would expect that bite to, to pick up pretty strong here. Outstanding Paul Bunyan Country Guide, Chuck Hazzy of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, my guest today. We'll wrap it up with Chuck next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. I'm Kev Jackson, reminding you we're going to hear from a lot of people in the next couple of weeks about the big Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. Oh, what a great tournament this is going to be. I hope you get registered. Uh, by the way, it's also sponsored by Coca-Cola of Bemidji. Very unique tournament. Perfect for this particular summer. All you need to do is download the Fish Donkey app, find the United Way Bemidji Tournament, get registered. One $200 fee for your, for your two-person team, and you're in two tournaments, essentially, a bass tournament and a walleye tournament. And, yes, you can win both. First place in each division is $3,000 based on 100 boats, and you can fish any lake in Beltrami, Clearwater, and or Hubbard counties, and you've got three days to fish from 7 a.m. Friday, July 24th through 2 o'clock Sunday to get your five biggest walleyes and five biggest bass. Catch, photo, and release. Fish Donkey app does all the work. You can get more details at unitedwaybemidji.org or just download the Fish Donkey app at your app store. Great cause. It's going to be a great tournament, the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, also sponsored by Coca-Cola and Fish and Paul Bunyan Country as well as Nailers, First National Bank Bemidji, Paul Bunyan Communications, Hills Plumbing and Heating, Amity Graphics, Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service, Acme Tools, L&M Fleet Supply, Northwoods Bait and Tackle, Sanford Health, Dick's Plumbing and Heating, Visit Bemidji, and Northland Fishing Tackle. Chuck Hazzy of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, my guest today. And Chuck, what have you heard from any uh, of your bass pals? Bass guys, uh, Tim Hansky was out the other day, I know, and fished smallmouth on leech. Uh, it sounds like they did pretty well on some of the offshore rock piles. Uh, some of the smaller lakes in the Hackensack area, I know, um, they've been catching some bass down there. Um, lakes like Pacagama, I mean, you can always catch bass on Pacagama, largies and smallies. They're right there, it seems, all the time in with the walleyes. Um, haven't heard a lot on bass from the Bemidji area, but I would imagine same thing. You know, now that that wild race and, and stuff has emerged from the surface, it's, you know, it's time to throw a topwater frog or something like that. And I would imagine just about any lake that has bass in it right now, you could probably go have a pretty good time. Yeah, let's talk about Pokegama for a little bit. I know you don't want to talk about the tournament, uh, but uh, that lake <laughs> is is a really cool lake. Uh, really, really productive, but also can be incredibly difficult to catch fish in. It is the definition of a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I, Randy, my tournament partner, you know, grew up on the lake, and it's it's pretty tough when he's sending me pictures of, you know, the week before the tournament, the fish are biting, you know, and they're so big out there. They have so much food, and their main diet is, is the smelt, and so they've got just giant shoulders on them and big bellies and and then it seems like each day you get closer to that tournament the more and more boats you put out there the fish get a little more pressured and eventually they just it, it they it's frustrating because you can see them on the graph but to get them to bite is another thing and we drew second flight in that tournament and it seemed like by the time we got to our spot at i don't know seven thirty-five, the bite was pretty much over the guys who were in the first flight caught a few fish and, uh, you know, guys who are really familiar with the lake found some fish that weren't pressured. Um, 
it's it, it it is frustrating, but at the same time, you fished it the whole time knowing you could catch a ten and a half pound thirty incher in any given minute. So it's one of those that I look forward to every year, and then a lot of times I look forward to coming back to uh, leech after it's all done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, good news though. Uh, we're less than two weeks away, man. I know it. It's going to happen. It might be a little weird, but it's going to happen. Yes, and I bet you're going to enjoy sitting in a boat, doing a little fishing, listening to a Twins game. Absolutely. That's that's the best part of the evenings is whether you're in the boat or a lot of times I'm I'm in my boat in the garage re-rigging you know, rods for the next day's guide trip, and I got the TV on out there and, and watching the Twins. And it's almost been so long now that I, I forget about sports, but... Just that little bit of something to look forward to here. That's, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited for that to happen. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty confident that we got a pretty favorable schedule. Um, everybody's arms should stay strong and nobody should get too tired. I, I I think it should be a good short season for the Twins. Yeah, and this will be the year that they you know do some damage in the playoffs or something, and then it'll have an asterisk next to it because <laughs> it was a shortened season and. You know, we'll just have to accept it as Twins fans, but hey, we'll take what we can get, right? Absolutely. I'm just, uh, I'm just glad we'll have uh, Twins baseball on 104.5 starting uh, next Friday night. That's going to be awesome. Yes, I, I can only listen to the rerun of the '87 World <laughs> Series so many times. I want live baseball. <laughs> I, I hear you. Well, it's '91 this week, and then real baseball next week. Okay. So. '91. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, hey, Chuck, if people want to uh, use your services or find out what's going on in your world, how do they uh, keep up with you? Yep, you can call our toll-free number. It's 855-LOA-HOOK. You can go to our website, which is leisureoutdooradventures.com, or you can call me directly on my cell. It's 218-289-1383. Okay, and uh, if we're going out this weekend or even any time this week, uh, where should we be looking? What should we be having in our boat with us? Bring the kitchen sink. Use <laughs> use your electronics. Um, you know, it, a lot of it is I'm not fishing until I can see them on my graphs, and that's that's a mistake I think a lot of people make as they just start fishing. Um, trust your electronics. It is, you know, they're not absolutely essential but they do help you've got to learn to believe them and how to use them um cover ground right now i mean you could use everything you can use big minnows you can use crawlers you can use leeches um if you're on fish and they're not biting keep throwing stuff at them until you figure out what works because each day it's it's been different and as far as depths like i said especially on leech we we're seeing them shallow um, we even caught a couple fish this morning up in eight feet. Um, but they could be in eight feet. They could be in 28 feet. It's cover ground until you find them, then fish them. If they don't bite, keep throwing something else at them. And then one more time, when's your next aim tournament? I believe it's the first weekend in August, and that's on Lake, uh, Lake Winnie. All right. Lake Winnie, which, uh, like you say, if all that matters is big fish and putting them back in the water, uh, it's a great option. Correct. Correct. Yep, absolutely. All right, Chuck Hazzy from uh, Leisure Outdoor Adventures, excellent guide and a great friend of the show. Love having him on. Hey, Chuck, thanks for joining us, and go Twins. Go Twins. Anytime, Cap. Thank you. Fish out,
Touch me! Touch me! Touch me!